0: No purchase necessary. VGW Group, VoyWare Prohibited by Law, 18 Plus. Terms and Conditions apply. From the fifth quarter studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey coaches, welcome, welcome, welcome. So excited, excited to join us today on the podcast. Before we jump in, I'd like to give a big shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market. Like like I've said before, the technology behind this thing, I, I remember old school when they used to have those long metal racks, the ball would go up into this net and would come down this long metal rack. They, the technology and the ability that Dr. Dish does and all the people that work there and the, and the things that they give back to the community is second to none. Mention mentioned Coach Unplugged me coach Collins or anybody, and they'll give you $400 off. Also go over and check out teach for coaches who want to get better. It's the one-stop shop. It's got clinics. It's got handouts. It's got uh, breakdowns. It's got on court things teaching you, you know, I'm not, I'm not upselling yet. I'm not, I'm not doing those kind of things. I'm not paying, making you pay for the clinic videos. I'm not making, I'm giving you everything that we got to make you a better basketball coach, along with me, um, someone that's one at the highest level, in, in the U S <laughs> um, but nationally ranked, I want to help you become a better basketball coach. And that's why I started TeachHoops.com. And that's why I want to help you win more basketball games. Go over and check it out. And in closing, if you, if you like our other podcasts, five minute basketball, coaching podcast, high school hoops funnel down, or this one, go leave a five-star review. We really do appreciate that. And let's head off to the podcast. But it taught <laughs> me And I've said this story yes. before I said this story before I sat in, I sat in, um, with Bruce Diamond who rest, rest in peace. Um, in the locker room after we lost in our regional game, we go regional sectional state is the way we go, but we lost in the regionals and we were seven fourteen. And I remember sitting in that locker room going, I can't do this. We were horrible, blah, blah, blah. And we were in, um, we were in Western Wisconsin. So we were like an hour and a half away from Madison. And he goes, I remember him saying in that locker room, we'll figure it out. We won't do this again, blah, blah, blah. And you know, I'm, I'm sitting there. I'm like, you know my early 30s late 20s like you you know and i can't do that he got me on the bus and he goes we'll figure it out and we we literally figured it out in the two-hour bus ride we figured out we can do this and 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 we basically that's been our blueprint since it's like we've just this is what we are and this is how we do it covid screwed it up a little bit but anyway um but yeah, so what what were your steps when so you got so, the job, then what?
1: Yeah, so yeah, so not much success that first year, but I tell you it's kind of similar to you. We had great high character kids. Like we had two seniors in that class that came to practice every day with a positive attitude and enjoyed. Hold on one being... second,
0: Coach. You're kinda of like um i not I can hear you, but you're kind of um Okay. There you go. That's better. My better. Yeah, it was like it was almost like you were a robot okay okay so go ahead keep going so, so start over because that yeah. i'm gonna have to pull that okay out. sorry
1: about saying. that okay no worries so so yeah we had so we you know we didn't have much success that first year but we had two great seniors who were high character you know competitive did things the right way that set the tone every day in practice and uh you know they really laid the foundation which so i was very fortunate to have seniors like that like we didn't had to to get rid of seniors. Now, we had to get rid of some players, but not those two seniors. And uh, they loved being coached hard. They loved how we were doing things and and the time and the intentionality and uh, just everything that we were doing uh, that, you know, might have been a little different for them in the past. So they felt something different. And, uh, Coach, we had one – we won one game that year, but that might have been my most enjoyable year. You know, take away the wins and losses because – you could see things changing. You could see them starting to believe in themselves. You could see them, even though the results weren't coming, um, things were changing. And, and and all you had to do was be around us for ten minutes at practice, and and so that was very rewarding. And uh, we knew something special was brewing, uh, even when no, you know, nobody else did. Right at that point, everybody was telling me because I was doing both. Hey, get out of the girls. What are you doing? And I'm like, no, like I I enjoyed it. I had fun and I could tell they learned and and they were getting better and they were believing in themselves. So that's kind of the first thing I think would, and it's hard in today's world because we all want instant gratification. That's the world we live in. Right. And so it is challenging. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. I think, I think one other thing before I got a bunch of other things about that, but instant gratification, I got to jump in on you're right. And the problem is we were kidding about this. I don't remember if it was on air or not, but you're judged by your wins and losses. Yeah. Shouldn't be we're high yeah. school coaches. You shouldn't be, we yeah. should be judged on whether we're teaching them to show up on time and be good young women or young men or whatever it is. We're teaching that should be more important, but it's not the world we live in. It's not. So the instant gratification is an issue. So I tell all the young coaches and everyone that's listening to this, find some place that will support you. That is a good fit that, you know, they don't, they're not going to run you out of town when you have a bad season because it it's, it, it took us five years, but it was a seven-year plan that we had set up. It, it, it doesn't happen overnight. It, there, there is a building time thing to go on if you yep. want a winning program. And yep. you know, anyway, yep. okay. I didn't mean to so, interrupt, but I had to so, jump in on that one. Yeah,
1: I think I think that's spot on, Coach. And uh, I mean, even for coaches, that's challenging the thought process. That that we want instant gratification as coaches, and that's just not reality in ninety-nine percent of the situations. You know. So, and that being okay with that and embracing that and, uh, you know, still trying to change the culture, you know, behind the scenes. So, we, we, we felt a lot of momentum going. And then uh, going into the second year, we had a uh, – we, we lost those two seniors. But we had another good senior class of two or three seniors that kind of just paid the way to. And, uh, you know, we won four games that second year. Now, granted, you know, we had a really talented freshman who, who got hurt you know, missed the whole season. So we kind of – that hurt us. I mean, wins and losses. But, Coach, we were still heading in the right direction, culture-wise. The, the way we competed, we'd get so many compliments from other coaches. Like, Coach, you're not winning games, but they are playing their tail off. And that's – I mean, that as a coach, especially with somebody that talks about – I mean, that's the word we say all the time is compete, you know, come to our practice. Like, so to get that from opposing coaches, even though you may get beat by 20 – like, they can tell that your girls are just really, really playing hard, you know, for the whole time, regardless of the score. So, but it still was, like, under the radar. Nobody was really, you know, thinking about us or talking about us, which was fine. But, we again, we knew things were turning. We knew things were turning. And then uh, the next year we won 11 games, right? And and then finally our breakthrough came two years ago. We won 21. Uh, we won the first ever state playoff game in school history, you know, advanced to the state playoffs for, I think, only the second or third time in school history. And then this year we won the first ever region championship, most wins in school history. So, like, but it was so rewarding. Like, and I think those first, you know, my first year, my second year, I thank those players, I try to thank them all the time because they changed the whole thing. And they could have they could have rejected what we were trying to do. We weren't winning. So they could have come in and said, what is this coach doing? You know, we aren't winning. Uh, but they didn't. They believed in what we are you know, the messages we were preaching. And uh, I think they, they, they realize though, that as a coach personally, like it's not. A, and I know you hear this as a coach. It's not about wins and losses. because You've already said it. But I think even as adults, but as kids, when they get around somebody where they really believe that. Right. That's genuine. It's not just lip service that they they change their their whole attitude towards everything. Right. Because it's, it's not about wins and losses. It's about developing young people. I always tell our kids, like, we want you to be a better person because you're in our program. And we tell the parents that, too. But like, that's so true. And if, if, they, if they leave our program that way, then I can – we've been successful, right? I can, I can look, lay my head down at night and know that we did a good job. And, uh, you know, the wins were just a byproduct of doing things the right way. But also I think by us going through bad times, A, it humbled me as a coach, right, big time. Like I, so I, I'm way more humble now. But also I think it laid the foundation more, sustained, you know, sustained success, you know, because we've been there and done it. And it makes us appreciate winning more. And when we have good teams and when we are successful and, and all the stuff that comes with it, right? The media stuff, the recognition, like nobody would have thought that five or six years ago. So, you know, there's pride in that, too. You know, that, that we, we, we and it, I say not it's not us. We, we have built something that nobody really envisioned we could. And we just you know, we want to keep it going and, and not just wins, but just how we do things. You know, I just want to make sure we keep the culture and, and how we operate on a daily basis the same. When we won one game, and then we won 22 games. Like, nothing changed, like, within our program, which was cool.
0: Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So, whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So, download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy
1: price. Go to your happy price, price Priceline. You know, and uh, so, yeah, it's just you got to be patient. And like you said, it's not there's no it takes time. And uh, that's okay. You know, it's okay, And uh, just try to do things the right way. And and eventually it'll work out.
0: No, so a couple things. So, uh, yeah, I think... uh, (laughs) For young coaches who are who are listening, it's like when you're building a program, there's a lot of hard decisions that need to be made early. Yeah. Um, I mean, I cut one of my assistant coaches' kids. Not sure I'd do that now if I was back there. But you know, there were some things I did. I mean, there were literally I got the job and there were people calling 12 hours later, like, "What the hell did you just do? Like, why are you hiring this guy?" So like, there's just some things you have to do. To, you have to make those hard decisions. Yep. I, I would refer to it as draw the line in the sand because yep. to be honest with you, not that something was broken before, but you have to go, well, this is what we stand for. And this is what we are. And this is what we're going to do. Yep. And it, it might be wrong. It might be. Um, I don't know. Um, but that's what you got it. You got it because you got to you got to almost turn off the lights and turn them back on. You got to reset the computer. You got to do something because if you, you know, had three, you know, six winning seasons in 35, something ain't working in 35 years. The math, the stats teacher in me says there should have been some hoopers that came through in (laughs) 35 years at some point. (laughs) That you could win some games. If something was not working. So you got to figure out what that was and then reset it. So that's the first that's thing. The first. Second thing is, I would agree with what you were saying about um, my best coaching, my two best coaching seasons was this year because we were 13 10, and 10. We didn't play the previous year. So it was a reset, like a total reset. Like we were not very good until after Christmas. But they didn't, I hadn't coached any of them. So it's like, who's this guy? What's he talking about? This season, and then my second season when we were 12 and 10, we went from 7 14. I mean, literally 12 and 10 and 13 and 10 were probably my two best coaching seasons. And, you know, I've gone 27 and one kind of thing. It's like, whatever. Um, but it, I, I think that's the that that's kind of that perspective of, um, you know, uh, setting the funding. And I agree. And I and I can tell you, and, and again, hopefully this is helpful for people when they're listening. The similarities is. I had I had a group <laughs> um, and we it's it's one of my biggest regrets in coaching is we were undefeated the entire season. We lost in state finals. Um, we ended up winning it the next year. but We lost in state finals. They were tw- that was the best record ever in school history. And it was our first state tournament appearance for the school. And I was a young pup and I didn't know what I was doing. And it's like we don't lose that game now yeah. at my age. We just yeah. don't lose that game because I know yeah. more. Um So I have that regret, but that was the group, you know, it was the, you know, the Kyle Nelson, it was the, it was that group. Um, right. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so it, yeah, it was King Sivisit. It was, you know, McCallum, it was all of Nelson. So anything else you'd want to share about, about that, anything that you, any secret well, sauces that you kind of used or did?
1: We we definitely branded ourselves like on an identity base, you know, like this is even that first year, like, again, we won one game, but we, we did like what i envisioned us doing you know last year and the year before like that's what we did like so like for instance we we were a pressure man team we've been for five years and that's just it fits me i love teaching it It, you know so like but we came in day one that's what we taught them right and i mean it was obviously a a foreign language to them at that point but like we we were going to do it so on one side you know i was stubborn about it now I don't know, you know, being stubborn is not always good, but like, I, again, I just envision what we we're going to be able to do four or five years from then. So let's let's do it now. Let's, you know, whether we lose or win. I mean, if we're going to lose, let's do it the way uh, that's going to help us in the future. And and that's been, that was huge for us. So that I guess that's one thing. It's just whatever you know, whatever you believe in the style, because there's no one right way or wrong way. I mean, that's not the right way to play. That's just it fits my personality and the way I feel like we should play the game and our our girls bought into it. And, uh, so that's, you know, that's, I guess that, I mean, that was big for us, honestly, because it's unique where we're at girls basketball, no, nobody plays pressure, man. So we, we embrace that though. We talk about it openly, right? Like girls, this is hard. You know, that's going to be, you know, we start summer Monday and that's going to be the spill This is hard. I know, but, uh, it's worth, you know, it's worth doing. And, uh, it's going to, it's going to reward you down the road if you do it the right way. So, that's, that's one thing. But also, I think and that's just a lesson, too, you know, because, you know, I, I try to – my faith is a big part of my life, right? And a lot of times, you know, we, we want, like, a concrete plan, like X, A, B, C, D. And there was no plan five or six years ago. Like, in my mind, I, I believed it. But nothing taking that job said made sense, you know. But there was just something in me. And I th- I credit definitely some faith that, that was that was a big part of it. And just believing in it, and uh, I think we get bogged down in the exact details all the time, and I struggle with that too. I'm guilty too. But just, just do whatever's in front of you, make the most of it. You know, whether it's the group of players, the job, the the parent, like whatever it is, just make the best of best of it. And and you'll, I mean, you'll learn from it either way. But that's, <laughs> you right. know, control what you control,
0: and yep. uh, control the controllables. Um, that's right. So how talk about practice planning. And then talk about yeah. how practice planning you think is going to change this year. Great. only having so, one team versus two. Yeah. So talk about so, that.
1: So I think this year I'll be able to get more detailed oriented within practice plans, you know, cause honestly running two practices, I can't say that the practice plans were the best in terms of organization. Now we, we had good practices, I feel like, but uh, just organization wise, but yeah, so we're going to come in, we're going to compete. We're going to do some comp, some type of competition drill and start practice. And uh, you know, we, we, we mix it up. It's not the same one, but it's probably the same two or three every single day to start. And then once that happens, and then we're going to split up probably and do skill work, you know, your, your basic fundamentals block uh, for, I don't know, 20, 25 minutes. And this is another way, you know, delegate coaches. You know, let them take ownership of a position group and let them run with it. And then that carries over to games where they're watching that position group and really, you know, zone in on them and uh, so they take ownership of that. And then usually from there, we'll, we'll get back into some type of competition, drill, and then we'll, we'll do our, our, you know, offense, defense, stuff like that. But even within that, I love small side of game. Hey, everybody.
0: I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Make sure you subscribe. Make
1: sure you like it.
0: Um, go over and check out our other podcasts, High School Hoops, Teacher Side Gig. And then uh, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Have a great day.
1: Sports Social Podcast Network.